Welcome, everybody, to the first ever A to Z golfing podcast. I'm here with Andy Cezanne. I'm Anthony Zampano. How's it going? Uh, we wanted to start this off with uh, introducing ourselves and telling you guys and gals out there a little bit about exactly what we're going to be doing with this. So both of us are avid golfers. We love to talk about it. We love to go to different places. Um, it hits a vested interest in both of our lives with what we do on the weekends, weekdays. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go first and just kind of talk a little bit about myself. Um, I've played competitive golf for the better part of 12 years. I uh, got introduced to it um, by Mr. Rob McGuire, and I also played in some CDGA events. Um, it's kind of come out there over the years when I was much younger and coming off of playing uh, college football. The competitive nature was something that I really wanted, and now I find myself just having more fun with the game. So that's kind of what's translated into this podcast is having a little bit more fun with golf, um, trying to branch out a little bit. You know, there's so many people out there that, you know, tell you so many times that you have a voice for something. I don't know if I have that, but we're <laughs> going to find out. We're going to see what people think about this. Um, but just want to bring some cool things that are happening uh, locally in the Chicagoland area. Uh, bring you stuff that's happening nationally. We're probably going to cover golf that happens on television. So if that bores you, uh, still listen to this, but <laughs> don't pay attention to that part. Just skip that. Yeah, just skip that part. But uh, hopefully we can bring you something uh, something cool between the two of us. And uh, I'm going to turn it over to Andrew, and he can go ahead and tell you a little bit more. Yeah, so I mean, I started golfing about uh, 12 years ago, and I'm an avid golfer also, not as near as good as Anthony, but love the game, love everything about it. And now him and I were working with uh, AM Golf Trips, AGT Series. We do those kind of things. And we just want to spread the, the love of golf out there. I mean, we, we just we, we work at, at tournaments. We have fun with friends. We want to have p friends on this show. We want to know what you guys want to know, what you want to listen to also, and uh, talk about those things. You know, basically this, this, this show is going to be us having a great time, and you guys are going to join along with the ride. We're going to talk about tee to green and everything in between. I mean, that's, that. that's what we're going to be doing. Yeah, and I think one of the uh, things that we're really going to work on is that, you know, a lot of times you just people have a podcast and there's 100 billion of them out there right now. You know, we want to make this interactive. So we're going to announce like when we're going to take this thing on the road. We're going to take yeah. it. I know so far we're, we're going to have it at Conway Farms. I think we're going to move this thing up to Hazeltine this year. I know we're going to do this at the National Championship. So we want to make this very interactive. So at as Page we, Valley, the National Championship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as we start to do this, you know, and we start to listen to the people that are listening to this, we're going we're gonna to venture out. We're going to make this thing really cool for people to be able to just show up at a public place or at an event or during a round of golf. Maybe we'll do some broadcasting. Who knows? Who knows yeah. where we're going to take this? It, but it's going to be fun. Sky's the limit for us right now. It's our first one, and we're just going to have fun with it. I'm loving it. I'm smiling ear to ear already. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So with all that said, um, we're going to get going here. We're going to get started with the first episode. Thank you. Live from Studio C, this is the A to Z Golfing Podcast. I'm here with Andy Cezanne. I'm Anthony Zampano. What's going on, everyone? You know, this is something that we've been working on 
for quite a bit of time. Since November, I think we've been talking about it. Yeah. And now to see all these bright lights and all your <laughs> mechanicals that you got over here, we're, I mean, we're, we're down here in Studio C. Studio Cezanne for everybody out there. We have no light above us. I, I have not been able to find the remote for the ceiling fan light. So it's that's a fan though. It's still running. You know, yeah. it it's running. That's great. You know, everything about it is so good. So Andy and I have known each other for a very long time. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of great things together. We're involved in a lot of different um, facets of golf. Uh, we love what we do. We have some similarities, but I'm sure you're going to find out that we have a lot of differences as well. I mean, we're extremely different. We're, we're, I mean, we're, we're this is A to Z. I mean, we're in two different sides of the the alphabet here. I'm Andy. You're Z Zampano, and yeah. and our personalities couldn't be any any different, but we, we mesh with the same alphabet. We still go together. Yes. Yes. And yeah. you know what? I don't, I'm hoping that the same alf- alphabet means all 26. Well, correct? I mean, You're not most, leaving of, them most out. of them. All right, good. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to start off, you know, one of the things that everyone, you know, we were kind of looking around and trying to hear different ways of, of doing stuff. So what I wanted to do is I kind of wanted to hear from you a little bit about yourself and what's brought you to golf and, and where golf stands in your life. Yeah. Um, so I, my dad and grandfather golfed when I was a kid and I was, was watching them, wanted to go along. They never taught me. And I was really sad about that. Uh, so when I turned old enough to finally realize I can make a choice at the ripe age of 25, I believe it was, I started golfing. I got lessons over at Triton college from some old guy who taught me how to slice the ball pretty good. So that, um, that kept on with the rest of my life. Um, still trying to get those bad habits out of the way. Um, and then, yeah, just, I mean, the whole, my grandfather loved Tiger Woods, everything. And just, it, it drew me right to it when, when I saw how, how fun it could be and how much, then when I started going out, my grandfather, he just lit up. He'd always buy me like a new club every now and then. Like it was just, it was absolutely amazing. Like, so the, the deep part of it comes from my family watching them play it the whole time. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I caught the bug so bad as soon as I started playing it. Um, like I said, I was like 20, I think I was 25, 26 or somewhere in that age. Um, so I've been doing it for about 11 years now and I'm still pretty bad. Probably one of the worst world's worst putters in the world. Um, you that can, depends on, that depends on what putter you have. Well, that I mean, day, so. it's, it's all bad. Um, but yeah, I, so I got into tournament golf, which is how I met you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was taking lessons over at Top Golf in Wooddale. Uh, Matt Vinge. Yeah, Matt Vinge. Matt yeah. Vinge. Yeah, he got me. I was taking lessons with him, and he's like, "I can't really help you anymore. You just got to go play. Like, yeah. you know, you have the basics down. You just got to go play. You got to get on the course." So I and he, I think you got the the, the golf uh, people were working with them at the time. And yeah, yeah, we were doing a couple things over there. I know we, yeah. I know we used to do our, uh, our kickoff, the kickoff party over every there. time. Was yeah. There. So, cause, so he gave me a pamphlet and he said, Hey, go check these guys out. And, uh, that's, it's totally out of my comfort zone to go do something like that too. Like usually I'd be like, Oh yeah, I'll just keep going, you know, nickel and diamond, you know, golf now or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? Look, I do want to get better at this game. Let me go try some tournament golf. And that's when I met, you know, our, our, I met you, Rob, Matt, all yeah. of them. And, uh, I won my first tournament I went to, it was over at, um, what is that? Deerfield or, or deer, uh, yeah, yeah Deerfield. That's right. I won my first tournament out there. I was super stoked. And then after that, I mean, I was just there every week then like you couldn't pull me away. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember so many different things about the early years when I met you and then, you know, the little hiatus you went on. Yeah. 
And then to see you come back and you were a totally different person, I'm sure. And I'm sure we'll get to it. But um, Andy has done amazing things to improve his overall health. That's just been amazing. I mean, I think everybody that's been around you has commended you on on what you've done. I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's I'm a a totally different person. I've pretty much lost half a person, um, half my weight. I was pushing close to 300 and now I'm down to about a buck 50. That's awesome. So, um. It's been a long road. I've, I've always been a yo-yo person, but I think this one's going to stick for right now. Um, but yeah, I took a little hiatus there for a while. I had two kids, a five and a six-year-old, Bryce and Miles. And uh, yeah, I just had to be the dad thing for a while. My wife couldn't understand me being away for eight hours on a Saturday and then why she had to stay home with two kids. So yeah, took about five years off and just got back to it last year. Yeah, that's the reason why I'm not married. Yeah. That's, that's 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 the first reason. Yeah. Um, you know, it's so funny. We talk about our differences. And, you know, one of the things that attracted you to golf was how much your family was playing it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I come from the other side of that. I come from the other side of not really having anybody that plays golf on my side of the family. I mean, my dad, he'll play like a par three course. And we used to live on Bartlett Hills when he built a subdivision over there on Ford Lane. And I used to go sneak out there, but I would sneak out there to play football. Like that was my thing. Um, My my biggest thing about it was I needed to find something to do when I was going through a point in my life when um, my no-no died. So for me, it was like a release. It was, I was terrible. Um, I shot like in the, like in the hundreds, like I, and I had no idea where it was going, right? You're a football player. You should be really good at something. You're not really good at something. Yeah. Um, I met a gentleman by the name of Myrick Morgan, who used to work at the golf galaxy in Schaumburg and, uh, who actually runs a, one of the best junior clinics out in, in Oregon right now, dragon golf instruction. And he basically just taught me how to practice. And it's like one of the things that I love. And, you know, I'm one of those people that says that I love it deep down inside. I do. Do I do it? No, not so much. I get, I get my moments where I love to practice yeah. and then I go I don't and know do if it. I've ever seen you practice, to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> I think your practice is about two seconds before you go on the golf course. Yes. And then you get in there. Yeah. I mean, my general practice is about three wedges, couple yeah. seven irons, and then maybe I hit a three wood or a driver. And then and you then, grab someone else's club from their bag and then hit a couple of theirs. And then, yeah, definitely. You always yeah. have to see what you're, you always have to see what else is out there. I mean, I haven't changed clubs in forever. So yeah. I always got to see, you know, when all these guys like uh, yourself or oh, Bobby yeah. shows up, I mean, it's always nice when Bobby shows up because you get to try out something <laughs> new that is off the shelf. But, um, you know, that's the great thing about it. You know, Andy and I, like I said, have known each other f- uh, for a very long time. We have a lot of similarities now. We're involved in a lot of the same groups. Um, Andy's a member at Itasca Country Club. Yeah, brand I'm, new. I'm a member at Elgin Country Club. So we come from playing a lot of public golf and you're going to hear a lot about it on this show. You're going to hear a lot about uh, the difference between private golf and public golf. And that's where I kind of wanted to start. I kind of wanted to bring you in on that. You're new to it. Very new. Right? Uh, I've only been out for probably like four rounds uh, so far on the, on the private course. Yeah. So how do you like the atmosphere difference? Like, um, do you, have you noticed it yet? Yeah, I like that I can walk on and okay. not really um, have a tea time. I need to book in advance or when I'm trying to book it, that yeah. it gets filled on top of me. Um, yeah, I mean, I, was, I just went this morning, actually, and it was it was very peaceful. I was one of the first people out. There was about a couple other ones in front of me, and we were just all having a good time hacking it up out there. Yeah. Um, but it definitely is a change. And I, I'm still trying to figure out how to explain what the change is because I'm still pretty new to it, but it definitely, 
like, you know, I always thought of country clubs like, oh, I had to be, you know, it's kind of a posh thing kind mm-hmm. of. And I'm the farthest person from a posh person. I mean, I wear whatever, you know, whatever I can find on the street, I'll put on my body to, to put out when I'm golfing or whatever. But I mean, it's just, I never thought I'd be part of a, a country club, mm-hmm. but somehow I wound up getting there. And I'm right now, I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan. Yeah. Um, you know, Itasca is a place that we, I've only played it a few times many years ago. Um, I've had a lot of my friends out there, uh, including yourself that have told me great things about it. Yeah. Um, you know, we both come from many years of playing public golf and I, there, I mean, in the Chicagoland area, there are so many amazing public golf courses. I mean, every day, I don't know if anyone out there is listening and is going to know this group, but you go into the Chicago area golfers group and it's like, there are so many people talking about so many different types of golf courses. And I think especially this year, I mean, the influx of social golfers that have now gotten into it because of COVID-19 and the percentages of tee times that are up, it is harder to find tee times. But I think it's also put the golf courses on notice that they need to make sure that the golf courses are in good condition for people to come out and play. And I think that's the way that it should be. Not that I can name any off the top of my head that neglect it yeah, or that have purposely neglected it, but it's nice to see that you see a huge community of people talking about various golf courses that are in good condition, you know, instead of, you know, so many times you would hear oh, this course is bad or this course isn't doing something and then so on and so forth, because, then it makes me want to go play them. I mean, even being a part of a, a, a private country club, you know, the opportunity to have played, I think so far this year, we've been at Misswood. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done Cog Hill this year, the ravines course at Cog Hill. Um, I went down and played Bolingbrook golf club, um, Schomburg golf club. Everyone is raving about yeah. it. I mean, everyone's talking about it right now. Yeah. They just renovated there, right? I, I believe the renovation was 2000, I mean, you know, 2019 yeah. into 2020 slowed down by COVID. And I think they finalized it right at the beginning of this year yeah. with, with the three nines, but um, everyone that's been out there has been great. And I, you know, the technology in the golfing world is incredible. I mean, yeah. talking to, I'm not no, I don't know anything about grass. Yeah. So I, I know how to take divots. That's about it. Yeah. And put sand back on t- par three tee boxes. So if anyone's that, listening from Elgin country club, they'll, uh, they know who they know who's, who's on this mic right now. I personally witnessed that this past week. <laughs> I think he filled about 20, divots that were on a par three on hole nine. And I, I, I almost wanted to tip him after he was done doing it. Well, I'm trying to get my cart fees back. That, that's really what I'm trying to do. I'm trying yeah. to get the cart fees. Well, back. you got to let them know that though. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, you know, I, I try to do it swiftly in, in emails, but most of the emails that I get back from them are about apparel. Yeah. So they're trying to like cut out everything that I wear. Yeah. So I, I think they're, they're a little bit more worried about the fashion statement. That so I'm, go ahead and elaborate a little bit of that. What, what exactly do you wear that could be on their, 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 their list of things. Well, I think if you know me by now, you know that I like to wear men's capris. Yeah, now they're, yeah. they're called joggers. So yeah, I'm not here. Joggers. Joggers. Yeah. If Grubich is listening, they're called joggers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I kind of got out of slacks. Um, you know, I watched a lot of European tour golf, probably 2017, 2018 started seeing it. Bought a couple pairs. I have to give Ashley Harrison a shout out. I think she pushed me to, to continue to buy more pairs. Um, but yeah, no, it's just once you start a trend, I think it's, I, I also think it's the people that 
maybe not so much make fun of you. Yeah. But I think they're, um, I think they're saying the things they are because I, I think they wish that they could wear a pair of joggers. So I think they're jealous. Um, <laughs> so you pair that maybe with a couple pairs of, you know, nice white Jordans. And, you know, I'm a big fan of the blade collars. You know, I don't like, right. the, I don't like the fold over collar anymore. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a trend or if, you know, I'm trying to do something, but I mean, I, everyone, everyone does. I don't think people like it. At least people that don't know me. Yeah. I mean, to me, it looks stylish and I, I like it because I've actually gone out and tried to buy a pair of it and then returned it after I saw what it looked like on me. It, it, it doesn't really do anything for this body, but um, well, you're going to have to send me a video the uh, next time you do that so that I can uh, I can see how they look. I don't know. I, we'll think about that. We'll think about that. Um, but back to your statement, what um, what do you know the difference of between the the uh, private and the and the public? Well, I, I think the first thing I, you know, I got, I got brought into private golf, um, through George and Amelia Tudor, right. you know, I've known George for 12 years and I've known the whole family and everything. So I've been a frequent guest at, you know, Elgin country club for a very long time before I started to get a membership. And I think one of the, um, there is definitely a family aspect there, you know, b- being somebody that, uh, my son is in Colorado, you know, I'm not married, the family aspect I think is great. You, you see the same people over and over again. You, you get to meet these people, you get to learn a little bit about them. And I'm not saying you don't get to do that when you go to public golf courses, but as anyone knows, you go to a public place, you play some golf with your buddies and maybe you take off, maybe you stick around and have a few drinks, but you're probably not going to see the same people continuously that you would. So I like that. Obviously the events are cool, stuff like that, you know, um, the one thing that I will say about it is that, you know, I think it's predicated to the majority. Um, I find myself in a lot of net competitions, which everyone out there that knows me knows that I dislike very thoroughly. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's it's a lot of fun. And and one of the nice things about it is that, you know, since we've been doing the Am Golf Trips and the AGT series to see the amount of guys uh, to like what you said, there's a certain you felt like country club people were a certain type. I didn't feel like I belonged really. Exactly. So to see them sort of get involved in all of these things that we're doing elsewhere, you know, they could stay very much at the country club and have a good time. And that's where they spend their money. And and that's great that, that, that that's what they love to do. But to see them come to 120 people at Kohler selling out a Mistwood event, we're definitely going to sell out the Elgin country club event. We've been getting to the numbers that we need for all the golf courses that have, you know, that have mandated certain numbers, uh, the 120 people going to Hazeltine, the Pebble Beach trip that I think it's, I don't know if it was, it gone in three days, it was yeah, sold out in three days. I, I think, yeah, it was, it was gone to, pretty to fast. To see that interaction and then to see them with the regular golfers, I think is awesome because now you're bringing the, the two together. Like everyone's here to play golf and enjoy it. Right. And that's one of the things that, that I, th- my favorite thing about Elgin is the fact that I can, the the unlimited guest thing. To me, that's amazing for me because so many of my friends, whether it's Frank in Chicago, whether it's yourself, um, whether it's Andy Quinton, uh, Pat Kelly, Bobby, it doesn't matter who it is. I can name drop a a thousand people right now. I love the ability to, to get a foursome together, myself and three guests and show you guys a good time, you know. To me, that's the most important thing. If I didn't have that, there's no way I would have joined. There's just no way. I mean, I think that you have to find 
if you're out there and you're thinking about joining a club, you have to find the right club for you and for what you want it to be as a part of your life. If you have children, the social aspect, a pool, dinners, that sort of thing. If you're single like myself and you just get done with work and you don't care and you just go play golf till it gets dark, you got to find your niche. You got to find the way that it makes it work. But I'll tell you one thing, if you need to be able to have guests, because if, if you join, you, you need to be able to bring your friends. Cause just to look on some of your guys' faces is, is amazing. You know, yeah. we call it the false fronts. We took a buddy of ours <laughs> out there. Uh, yeah. Danny Z, you Danny know, Z, yeah. yeah, Danny Z. He likes to, uh, he likes the fact that his last name starts with the same letter <laughs> that mine does. But, um, we were singing songs to him, like welcome to the land of the false fronts. Yeah. And you know, he didn't get it till the 14th hole, yep. but then he understood it. So, but to see him with a caddy, you know, with, having a good time. We all get to have a few drinks. We he, get to hang out. He chipped in two times too. I don't think oh. I've chipped in like two times in the past five years. Oh, he chipped my. in two times on one day. Oh, I know. On, on tough chips. Like oh. if, if he didn't hit the stick, that thing's in the water on the last one. <laughs> and the first one was down a false front. Yeah. On 10. Yeah. It's yeah. totally down. But I, the, he's smiling when he chips in. Yeah. He's smiling when he's making an eight on a par five, when he was on right. the green putting for birdie. I mean, the combination of those things, I think, is what brings it all together. And I think and I think that's the beauty of what we do now. And I think that's sort of where what we were talking about with the social aspect is that I love what we're doing now with the four yeah. ball events and bringing teammates together. And the best part about it is that we did it for so long. You know, Rob and I ran events for so long that the hardest part for us was trying to get people to engage after the events. You know, we don't, we understand that's taking time away from your family and stuff like that. But when we did the Misswood event this year and three quarters of the field is standing on the putting green for the swag putting contest and everyone's taking videos and photos and you've got like your mountain gear on (laughs) with like your eight cameras and we're doing a bunch of stuff. That's, that's why we're there. Yeah. You know, we're not there for, you know, we're all, there's going to be a winner. There's going to be losers, but we're all there to have a good time. And and I think that's where golf is going. And I think that's great for golf, you know, and both, both public and private. I think it's, I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, kind of back to the whole point of, I guess, why do I love the game also? I mean, the fact that it can bring people like this together is just a phenomenal aspect of this game. Like there's almost no chance that ha- like half of my friends right now are from golf world. Mm-hmm. I would have never met these people without this sport. Oh, totally. I mean, it brings these people together that are in a different walks of life that will travel for golf. I don't mind traveling two hours for a great course like that to me. You asked me to go travel two hours to go see like my mother-in-law. I'm going to tell you there's no chance it's going to happen. Now, granted, mother-in-law, I do love you. And she lives like two blocks from me. I think you got to be careful, man. But, but, you better be careful. But if she lives two hours from me, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I might have to do something today. And then I got to, you know, so that's why I, I just, I love every part about this game and I love what we're doing now. So I'm taking pictures for us. I'm loving yeah. every part of it. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely fantastic what we're doing right now. Yeah. So we, we basically give Andy full reins <laughs> to do what he wants with videos and content. And if anyone's followed it on Instagram at AM golf trips, they'll see all the photos and that's, that's all, that's all him, man. I mean, that's all he's doing. He's following people around now. I mean, I don't get enough photos of myself. Now yeah. I did have a personal photo yeah, day in Branson. I had, we had a one-on-one. So 
That's okay. It's, well, yeah. You got nervous over a putt too when I was trying to get you one on ones. I probably cost you five strokes there. No, 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 no. I think no, you only yeah. shot like a seventy-two. You could have been no, like, it was, like a sixty. It was a seventy-six. I got oh, the yeah. scorecard upstairs. Yeah. I got the scorecard upstairs. Now you're talking about the eagle putt. The, the eagle putt. Yeah. yeah, I got a little. I got a little timid. A little. You got camera on shy. That. I got camera shy, and it's funny because I'm normally the one taking all the videos. Right, you are. So, so for me, it's it's not a bad thing. It's, yeah, it's yeah. like I don't know even know how to react. It's just it's just. Yeah. I'm just there in the moment. Your content you put out there is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, like, some of it, some of it cannot be released. It, though. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just <laughs> raw. What you, what you can, what you record, it's extremely raw. All right, so going back to, um, not that we've gotten off of golf, but yeah. give me your best moment so far in your life related to golf. It's got to be. I I have I can pinpoint three of them okay. extremely easy. You can give us all three. Yeah, my so my uh, my bachelor party. I was at Top Golf, and it was the first time like I saw my dad swing a club like live while I was swinging a club. Okay. Now my dad was a was a very big man, but he still got up there and he he hit one ball because he was like, "This is my son's bachelor party. I'm gonna do it." I was like, "Pop, thank you so much. I love you." That's a memory I'm always gonna have in my head. Love so that. that's number one on me. Um, and then the next two are bringing my kids out last summer was the first time I brought uh, both my boys out on the golf course Mm -hmm. and just, they had so much fun on it. Like it was absolutely amazing seeing their smile. Like, you know, can I drive the car? Yeah. Yeah. Just sit on daddy's lap and, you know, go ahead and do it. But I mean, they like to, they like to get out there and they like swinging the club too. So, I mean, I'm such a family man that like anything with family is fun. And then I hate to say it, like, then you look at it, like I consider, you know, you, Rob and all you guys are family. So when I can go do a round with you guys, like that's just phenomenal. Last year at Branson, like when I did your photo shoot by far, (laughs) besides my, my, my immediate family, the most fun I've ever had on a golf course, a, because it was Tiger's course. It was just absolutely mm-hmm. phenomenal. We were actually going back in November yep. for the, uh, the national, the AGT, uh, national series championship. Um, so I'm excited to see that course again. Um, but just to be with you, like a brother on there and just, we, we had the course to ourselves. So we were the first people out. We separated from the people that we were with cause mm-hmm. they were, they were super slow. Mm-hmm. And then we just had a ball of a time. Like yeah. I, I don't even remember it was just so much fun. I can't even explain like that round. Yeah. I mean, I mean, first of all, we need to put the whole, so we drove down yeah. and uh, we basically watched CNN the whole time, which is, is during the election, yeah. during the election. So there was a lot of the moments of bringing up the board and Annie and I were discussing, we're, we're not politicians. Um, I'm not, I'm never going to ask him what side he's on. I'm not, he's not going to ask me what side I'm on, but we had some, we had a great time. It killed a lot of time. It did. did. We had a nice nine-hour drive. It did. We killed. won't get to what you ordered at McDonald's. We'll save that. We'll save <laughs> that's that. That's a different for, one. That's a different episode. We'll get to that. So, um, yeah, those are all good, man. I mean, I think I think it it just goes back to it. It's it's the who you're bringing with you and who you're playing golf with, and you and you make the best of the experience. And I think, you know, that's one of the great things that I think Rob has instilled in a, in a lot of people out there is that it's not just golf. It's a golf experience. It's what it, you know, it's gotta be something that you remember. If it's not something that you're going to remember, it's just something else that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, right. And there's a lot of people that just play golf to, to go out and play golf. And then there's a different level of it. There's competitive people. There's some overly competitive people, Ben Kilborn. Um, <laughs> Congratulations. By yeah, the way. I, don't, I don't know if he'll, he'll hear this. He'll yeah. hear this. So, um, but I think that's, that's the beauty of it. That was one of my favorite rounds because 
even though we had been talking up to that point and we had, we had started seeing each other again from the little hiatus you were on, that was the first time that we really truly got to sort of hang out. And I mean, we were together for almost an entire weekend. Yeah. So, um, that was really cool. Um, I enjoyed that trip. I can't wait to go again. That's going to be fantastic. Well, and congratulations to you too. You won oh. your you won your spot there with uh, Zach Harvey to go yeah, play. To you, know. you qualified for it. You guys won the gross. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Westfield Country Club in Ohio. Uh, There's certain events on our schedule that I've circled. Um, basically, what it means is I've circled all of them, <laughs> every single one, and then I try to figure out which ones I'm going to double circle. But um, you know, I talked to. Uh, Rob and um, Jacob Bridges out there, Capital City Tour out there. Uh, great guy out in that area. And then uh, my friend Zach, who's in that area, about three hours south of there. We just decided to go and give it a chance. I mean, we had heard great things about it. Everybody that was around that area said really good things about it. And I'll tell you something right now. It, the most fair golf course I think I have ever played. Really? I mean. What do you mean by that? So. Typically, when you play golf courses, like, for instance, if, I, if me and you were going to go play Dubs Dread, oh, yeah. we, we know it's hard. Yeah. Right. It's it's a championship style golf course. If we go and play Stonewall Orchard, it's set up for championship style golf. You know, if we go to Itasca, the, the variable difference between Itasca and Elgin is probably your course is a little bit flatter than my course. Correct. So, OK, so you understand I have one that. false front. Not, not there you go. Every not, hole. Not, not 11. 18. Not 11. Um but when we got there, not playing the golf course ever, I, I just remember after about four holes, you can play different shots off of the tee and you get a fair chance every single time. There's no gimmicks. Yeah. You know, there's no like straight 90 degree turns where you have to drive it 260, but there's a bunker at the dog leg in the direction of the dog leg. And then there's trees. So if you hit it over there, then you're screwed. Right. And yeah. then you got to try to work on it from that from that point of view. Um, but I mean, even Zach's Zach's very competitive as well. So, I mean, he he just qualified for the Ohio, uh, the Ohio Amateur. Oh, nice. So that's going to be awesome. They played that at NCR this past week. But him and I were saying the same things like it's very fair. There's no craziness in the greens. The, the design of the golf course was to help you. If you get in trouble. Yeah. And I, and I think that is one of the beautiful things about the golf course that it's just appealing. Like you could play it over and over and over again. I mean, we've all been to golf courses where you play it once and you're like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> you know, like, it, you know what? And that doesn't, and, that, and I'm not talking about because of the price. I mean, we've played some pretty expensive golf courses right. out there. I mean, whistling straights is the most amazing place in the world to me. Anybody who's around me knows what it means to me. Right. And I'm the one who tells everybody that the Irish course is way better than the straights course. And I get called crazy yeah. 99 times out of a hundred. I did shoot better at the Irish. So maybe I, I'll go with you on that. Well, but I mean, the straights course, I mean, it's, it's a little bit, I guess it's personal preference, a little visually appealing with the lake there and stuff, yeah. but I get what you're saying. The, totally. the Irish was definitely <clears throat> a great looking track. Yeah. So I think it's, it's one of those golf courses that I went there with no expectations I love the course. And then it had me thinking about, you know, I had talked to Jacob about potentially going out there uh, for an event later on that they're going to do out there. Cause I think they play both the North and the South and they're going to be, we're going to be able to do something like that. So I loved it. It was, it was very fair. It was a great golf course. And 
you know, it's one of the golf courses that was on my list that I double circled. The other one is Harbor Shores. I mean, Frank took me last year, uh, two years ago to Harbor Shores. If you haven't been this place, I mean, the greens are the sizes of neighborhoods. They're, they're just ridiculous. I mean, you remember the story, Jack Nicholas built the course, right? Johnny Miller was going to chip off of one of the brand new greens and then ran down there and hit like (laughs) a 200 foot putt and somehow made it. Well, he's the goat. So, um, but yeah, it was just, I love that trip. Um, it was great to meet the people in Ohio. It was very good to go down there. Jacob was a fantastic person, like I said. And that was the beauty of it. I mean, I think I would have been a little disappointed if it was just a eh, golf course. Right. You know, just. I mean, I had to do research on all the golf courses we're doing because I had to make, you know, whatever Instagram stuff, all that. And that was one of them that I did have circled, but I couldn't make it. Um son's birthday that weekend. I don't want to get in trouble with the wife. Yeah. Uh, but it, everything I read about it was just phenomenal reviews on that course. Yeah. And I think if, and I hope, and I hope I'm getting this correct. I, so the senior PGA championship is at Firestone South this year. And then, so the pro-am is actually at Westfield country club. Okay. So they were putting up all the banners when we were there. Uh, hospitality was great. I mean, the maintenance guys were out there and everything and everyone was directing us on where to go. So super fun golf course would totally recommend it. If anybody is in, is in the Northern Ohio area, I think it's right around Akron. Great facility. I know Zach's going to go up there again and play in their event later on this season. So it's pretty cool. So, uh, what's next on the radar for you golf tournament wise? Oh boy. Um, well, I know I'm going to be up at, uh, Sandy Pines. That's, uh, that was in Indiana That's, yeah, or uh, down or down. Yeah. yeah I or guess down. whatever direction you're in. Yes. Yes. Up, down, left, right. <laughs> um, that is, um, June 17th. I believe that one is. So I'll be at that one for sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I got to circle a bunch more. Yeah, well, we're. Uh, I already circled you for Elgin Country Club because. Oh yeah, I'll be there for that uh, because that's you know you're gonna have to be there for that. Yeah, so. I'll be I'll be taking pictures for that one. I'm, okay. not, I'm not playing there. I'll, I'll just take pictures. That's and good. Go that's around. fine. We'll let you run the tournament. We'll let you uh, run the tournament. I'll play. You could play. That's I'll fine. play. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. So while we're going along here, you know, a couple of the cool things that we've done this year is uh, we won't get too much into it. But one of the things that I wanted to bring up to you is that you've obviously played in a few of the AGT series events already. And how do you so how do you like the no divot rule? All right. So that could be the best thing that has (laughs) ever been added to a golf tournament that. I know Rob, I think that we call it the Rob rule, right? Is, uh, is that what we call it? I think so. Yeah. I, th- I think every rule is called the Rob rule. The Rob rule. rule. So, yeah, I definitely like that if you, you shouldn't be penalized for someone else's either negligence or sometimes you can't, you know, sometimes you don't put it back on. Yeah. Uh, and then, because me, I'm going to take three shots out of a divot. Like, mm-hmm. that's just that's just my golf game. Like, if you don't know about, well, you don't know, but yet. I'm, I'm a 14 handicap and Anthony's like a plus three handicap or whatever he's at nowadays. <laughs> no, no. What do you at? Oh, Not uh, a plus three. Just uh, scratch. Just, just scratch. scratch. He's a scratch. scratch. So that's all. And that's another thing that we're A to Z on, except we, we're, we're just, I'm still working on my game and it will get there sometime. If I could ever figure out how to mm-hmm. putt the ball. Um, I might take about 20 strokes off my, my round, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I love, I love everything about the tournaments we're doing. I love the divot rule. I love that I have a chance because we do net and gross winners. Yeah. So I'm obviously not a gross player with my 14 handicap mm-hmm. and I still feel like I have a chance in it with, yeah. with playing on the net. 
Um, so that's what I just love that what we're doing with that whole thing. Well, I think, you know, one of the things that in any time rules come up in any sort of conversation, I think it's always the first rule that everyone brings up is like, that's the dumbest rule in golf. I mean, even yeah. for the professionals, right? Right. Um, you know, but it's supposed to be fun. I mean, listen, yeah. there's so many USGA rules out there that, you know, unless you're actually a rules official and you know every single one of them and you're constantly around it and you're getting paid a salary to know all of them, right. we're not going to know all of them. Yeah. But if we can if we can make the game more fun and pick up the speed a little bit, which is something that, you know, we're probably going to talk a lot about is the speed of the game yeah, of golf. Yeah, pace of plays. Um, that, guy, that guy who got famous overnight, uh, Manalo or... What's his name? Oh, the, the, uh, yeah. What I, I don't know. I love the guy. Yeah. Oh, suck faster. Yeah. Yeah. If I, you're going to suck, suck, suck faster. Fuck, yeah. I, I love that. I, it's, it's phenomenal. I like that. that's it. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I cannot get enough of him. Like I, I want to wag that shit. I want to, there you go. I, I just, I oh, trust me. Get you'll get enough of it. I'll get you around with Nick Tudor. Yeah. Okay. And he's going to do it the whole and time. He will do it the whole time. Well, and, it. and it's in Romanian. So it's, it's a little bit different. It's, it's a different accent. So, with it's a little it. bit twang, but, um, <laughs> that's no, I just think making the game fun. I mean, listen, we're doing tournaments where there's a competitive aspect to this. Yeah. There's the bigger thing is the social aspect to this. And if we're not making it fun, then we're not doing our jobs. And we're also not making it appealing to the players. I mean, who wants to sit there and play with a one ball rule and wants to worry about this and that? And I might not know the three people that I'm playing with. And instead I get to play with a buddy of mine and then just, just make it work from there. Make it fun. Yeah. And that's what I like about what we're doing. Cause there's a lot of times, you know, you could be out of a hole, but you're still, you still make par because your partner's making yeah. a par, par out of it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's every hole you're in it. I mean, sure. If you guys both have a bad hole, well then you, you could be out of it, but you're oh. still working at it and then you're having fun. And then you just have, then you try to for the skins games then. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's usually what I'm doing by, by the 16th hole. I'm like, well, I got a couple more holes, try to get a skin here and try to take some money home. Um, but I like the, our pace of play is, is I think it's like four and a half hours right now for a tournament golf. Yeah. I don't, I haven't gotten, um, I know, I know Westfield was quick. Yeah. I know Westfield was quick. I think it was, it was just at, it was just at four, um, or maybe like four or five, but it's definitely, we're always trying to figure out ways to make it better. Yeah. It's just, you know? it's unheard of for tournament golf. I, I mean, get more of those phone calls than I think you do from, oh yeah. from, from Rob about, about that type of stuff. And I, and I just think, you know, a lot of times if, when we're playing, it doesn't matter where you play. It doesn't matter if you play at a private country club. It doesn't matter if you're playing at Medina or you're playing at Apple Orchard in Bartlett. Okay. If the group in front of you is slow, the group in front of you is slow. You're, yeah. you're, you're stuck. But what I do like about it is that now that there's more golfers golfing, I hope that it becomes an emphasis because the game needs to speed up. I mean, we have as amateurs, that's what we are. We're not professionals. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're not, you know, 111 yards away deciding whether it's a flighted sand wedge or a half gap wedge or a sawed off pitching wedge. No, we're not doing that. Get your Get your rangefinder, scope the yardage, a practice swing, get in a cart. Yeah. And I mean, that's as simple as that. Yeah. I mean, we've had conversations, me and you playing golf together about make, have the same routine, make a decision, do it. Doesn't matter what happens, good or bad. Put a good swing on the ball, have a positive frame of mind and, and hit the ball. Yeah. And that's really what it is. Yeah. I mean, cause I remember I told you one day I go to, I just got new clubs. I have to go work on my, my quarter shot, my half shot, my full shot. You're like, why don't you just go work on your shot? I was like, well, that's probably a better idea. So yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, from doing swing videos in my kitchen for you and sending yeah. them over to you, I mean, listen, absolutely phenomenal. Listen, I'm always going to do that type of stuff. Absolutely I'm always going to do that type of stuff. I I enjoy that. So, um, yeah, I like going back to what we were talking about. I I really think that that's the next sort of launch of golf is how we speed up the game because there is something to playing faster and playing better. Like I know. And I don't know if this is you, if it's me and another buddy and we're in a twosome, it's early in the morning, you go out and play. So many people have talked about this. They'll play way better yeah. when you got pace and you're keeping up with a routine and you're doing a lot of the same things and you just keep going. How is it for you at um, like, for instance, this morning you said you played. How is it? How is it for you? How fast did you play this morning? Were you by yourself? I was by myself. Okay. Yeah, I was. The third so you were per- cruising. I was third person out, and uh, there were two walkers in front of me that I passed up pretty quick, and I believe I got eighteen done in about two hours and did you walk ten minutes? No, I took the car because I, I had to get home for the wife to get to work. Gotcha. So it was a, it was a quick round, and it probably cost me the first two holes just because I was trying to rush and get out in front of the the walkers, but. Um, yeah, it took me two hours, a little over two hours. And then of course I left a wedge on 14. I had to run back and go get it. And that was always a fun thing. I think I forget. I think I'm going to forget something on every course this year. I think that's my plan. Have you, have you hit the, uh, the glass behind 18 yet? That's really the no, biggest thing. No, I, I have not yet. You have yet. not yet. No, I, I'm usually in the bunker just short of, of, of anything over Are there. you scared? Are I you, am. Are you, you're a little scared? I think I could be clubbing down every time <laughs> on that one because you see the people right next to it, the people right behind it, the glass, the cat, the cat, or the, the, whoever else is there. Like, I, I, I think I am scared of that hole. Yeah. I've hit nice drives almost every single time on that hole. And every single time I'm pretty sure I'm in the bunker <laughs> just short of the hole. You know, it's a kind of it's it's kind of crazy because I'm pretty sure that that glass is special because I mean, how many golf balls have hit those windows? I, I don't I don't thousands. I There's have no to way imagine. that they it's can so just close. Yeah, it's it's right there. It's right behind the green. Yeah. So um, we are actually going to wrap this up tonight. Yeah, um, this is fun. We're going to let Andy go. He's got a bunch of photos to edit. He's oh. got a video to edit. He's got to do a bunch of stuff for me. Plus yeah. he, I got a portrait thing that he's going to be doing for me later this week. So I didn't know about that one yet, but I guess I'm doing that. <laughs> no, no, no. You're going to get that email as soon as oh, we get gotcha. off this. Gotcha. So, uh, thank you everybody out there for listening to this and, uh, have a good night. Thank you.